1: Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com.
2: Hey there, welcome to Cricket Unfiltered. I'm Paul Dennett. I'm going alone tonight. Just thought that it would be worthy of such an important occasion, Australia's first appearance in a test match in Pakistan since 1998. For us to record the show, Jalisa apps. Uh, kindly was joining me, but the internet sort of didn't help it out. So I just decided to to go it alone, just briefly, especially if you didn't get a chance to watch the game. And beginning with just how amazing it was to see Australia back in Pakistan after all these years. I said it on the podcast the other day, but it was a humbling experience as well as an Australian cricket fan to realize just how much the presence of our team in um, Pakistan meant to the people of Pakistan. I said how on Twitter I was blown away by the extreme positivity from just about every single comment that I read was one of just gratitude and they were kind of willing to forget that it had been so long since we'd turned up and that Australia doesn't necessarily have the greatest reputation for touring and and, and sticking to its commitments to tour but great credit to the Australian team uh, they are there now they've got plenty of smiles on their face and hopefully this series uh, can be the beginning of a great rivalry between the two countries. Obviously, the rivalry has existed for many, many years, uh, but the Australia-India rivalry had existed for many years, but it was only in 2001, I think, that it really took off and both countries realised what it could be. And um, hopefully we can see something like that happening and for the um, th- for the rivalry to build uh, from from here on in. I also, um, just just pausing to, to mention... Uh, the very sad death of Rodney Marsh. I think we'll probably do a much more detailed tribute to him in our next full show. Um, but just very sad to hear that he died today, He'd suffered a, a major heart attack a couple of days ago. And like everyone, I'd been hoping that he was going to pull through. Um, but his first test match, his last test match is the first test match that I remember, along with Greg Chappell and uh, Dennis Lilly. And I'll talk about it in the next um the next full show. But I think that it's a long time ago now, but people forget, um, and most of us weren't around, but cricket in the 1960s was deadly dull. And from the 70s onwards, it lifted up, and Rod Marsh was at the vanguard of that. He'd take acrobatic catches, and then he'd come out and really pummel the ball all all over the place. Plus, he seemed just like a really nice guy, and that's what everyone's been saying. So um, very sad to hear of his death. Um, In terms of the cricket itself, well, Australia lost the toss and went in with a side that was all but identical to the side that we'd had in our last test match now um in in the podcast we did the other day barrett saw the race and made the point that when australia last won in india in 2004 we did it by sort of playing to our strengths and so you know there's something to be said for that but there's also something to say well it's a particularly unique sort of australian arrogance that We've travelled halfway around the world and we're just going to say, no, we're going to have the same team uh, that we had in the final Ashes Test match, except poor old Scott Boland makes way for Josh Hazelwood. So um, Pakistan, well, really the only debate about their team was going to be whether it was um, Shan Masood or Imam Al-Haq. Imam Al-Haq got the nod and promptly finished the day at 132 not out as Pakistan made one for 245. The only batter dismissed was Abdullah Shafiq for 44. Ali is 64, not out as well. A really um, tough toss to lose for the Aussies. Uh, The pitch, well, Australia pulled out, started to reduce the size of their slips cordon from the fourth over, which I think gives you a sign of um, that it was fairly docile. Not a lot of life in there. I've seen worse pitches. I'll certainly say that. The interesting part came when Nathan Lyon was sort of throwing the ball after about 40 minutes and it really spun sharply and bounced and, it looked like on any any moment he was going to start to, to to make a series of breakthroughs. Travis Head was soon brought on at the other end, which prompted I've seen a fair few articles in the Australian uh, media already saying, "Well, that's a sure sign that you got the side the, the side wrong." The fact that you have been bringing, bringing on Travis Head, who normally doesn't bowl at all, uh, you, you definitely needed another spinner. I tend to agree um, because I just think that having Stark, Hazelwood, Cummins, and Green was not necessary on that sort of pitch. Sometimes I think that we should just go with the extra batter Um, that, and that's where it would have been wonderful to have Glenn Maxwell over there. But uh, I certainly would have given Agar uh, a run given the squad they had. I think I would have had Agar in instead of Mitchell Stark. Um, But um what else can I say? It was interesting at the start, how the crowd was small and you know, it's a sellout, but then, of course, it was revealed that it's not revealed, but um, reminded that today is Friday and Friday prayers take place. So there's a um, two-and-a-half-hour first session and then a one-hour lunch break after lunch, as expected. The crowd was much closer to capacity. Still wasn't full. Um, I got some uh, tweets by someone saying it took him two hours to clear security, so not necessarily the um, the nicest thing to have to go through, but that's what they've had to put on to to get the Australian team uh there they're getting the 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 full-on presidential security um i would heard there's one and a half thousand security troops who are going to be supporting the australians and i thought surely there can't be that many but the abc reported the other day that there's four and a half thousand so literally it's what they give to a visiting head of state um so um the horns from the crowd is something also i didn't realize as part of um, pakistan tradition It was like watching the south africa world cup in 2010 um and if you heard them on the tv and you th- thought they sounded loud whenever i saw any clips live from the game from people on twitter they were about four or five times as loud uh so um it's interesting as well that we haven't australia hasn't been able to bat first in um uh, a game on tour against pakistan since 2010. now that sounds like the ultimate sour grapes because <laughs> Pakistan haven't been able to host a match in that entire time, so it's pretty pretty poor of me to mention that. But I just thought, yeah, yet again, a toss away to Pakistan. We've lost the toss, and in they come, and they're just masters on those conditions. Um, and I think it was crucial that Imam Al-Haq and um, Ab- Abdullah Shafiq attacked Nathan Lyon right from the start. They played some aggressive shots mixed with some um, you know good defence. And I think that really put the pressure back on him and stopped him from being able to settle in. Cullins did really well initially when the ball was spinning uh, sharply, especially to the left-hander. He had uh, two slips and a, a silly point. And I was really delighted by that level of attacking captaincy. But, and I think had they just uh, sat on the splice and defended, then Nathan Lyon probably would have started taking some wickets. So it's to their credit that they attacked. Um, Shafiq ultimately was dismissed attacking on the stroke of lunch. He, um, Played a bit of a wild swing at one from Lyon. And uh, Pat Cummins held a really good catch on running backwards towards the long-off boundary. Uh, but I think if you're going to criticise him, you've you've also got to acknowledge that the, the way that he played up till then was um, important, as I said. So he made 44. Uh, that that took us to lunch. After lunch, very little for the Australians to cheer about. Imam al LBW appeal on 62 against Lyon. It actually didn't look out to me at all live, but on Hawkeye show, it was actually umpire's call on impact an umpire's call at the wicket. So technically that should have been um, out if you uh, subscribe to my theory that just trust the technology completely, but it didn't look great. Um, so yeah, I don't think Australia did much wrong. Hazelwood was superb, um, absolutely miserly in the way that he bowled. Uh, I, maybe I would have liked to see Cummins have fewer defensive fielders are towards um, you know for, for most of the day had the deep point in and when Ali came out he you know defended a ball to deep point and took a single and got off the mark nice and easily I thought Cameron Green probably should have bowled a little bit more he only bowled about five overs and some of those he was kind of instructed to smack the ball into the pitch a little bit I think that was a mistake we saw them do that against India not this summer just gone but the one before that and I think he's a much more effective bowler when he bowls traditionally but I can't be too critical of the Australians. Um, I think that they put their usual massive effort in. They're diving for balls here and there. They seem to have smiles on their faces all the way through. It was just a tough day on a pitch that was um favoring the batters, and the batters um, you know, played superbly. Uh, fantastic performance from Imam Al Haq to get his first um first ever Test century, finishing the day, as I said, 132 night out. Um, we even had Uh, Steve Smith bowling as well as Labashane. So we finished up with eight bowlers altogether. Labashane actually looked quite handy um, when he bowled, but certainly uh, Josh Hazelwood was the best. So, yep, one for 245 at the end of a a historic day. Hopefully we're going to see days beyond this where it's uh, less attritional cricket and more exciting. That can often happen in the subcontinent where the match goes along quite sleepily for two and a half, three days and then really accelerates. And that's the hope for Australia, that if whatever total Pakistan get, if Australia can match it, maybe put a bit of pressure on in the third innings, then you never know. Stranger things have happened. So that's the end of the first day's summary. Um, I hope you enjoyed the cricket if you've got a chance to watch it. And um, keep on listening to Cricket Unfiltered. I'm Paul Dennett. I'll speak to you soon.